0: Well, since we hit fifty episodes, I think this is pretty much the end of the road. No. Like we're just done after this. Like we've 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 hit fifty and we're good. It's off to retirement for us. Cash in our ARP checks. Cash in <laughs> you all don't get of our checks
1: from ARP. Whatever, you don't. No, nobody gets checks <laughs> from AARP. You just get a discount card.
0: We're gonna get fancy watches, we're gonna get a nice retirement party, everyone's gonna say nice things about us, even though they hate us. And then we're just going to, we're going to ride off into the sunset.
1: Actually, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about something adult. (laughs) 401ks.
0: Taxes.
1: Oh, don't even get me started. I don't want to talk about taxes right now. I'm so mad.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hello, welcome. This is the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, episode number 51 I'm Jared. That is the most adult person in the room, and Ladyum.
1: Hello. Considering I'm the only person in the room right now, then yes.
0: <laughs> it's true. I'm not in a room at all. What? I am in the void. Live oh from God. the void. Hello.
1: <laughs> Rick, oh my God! No! 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 no, no.
0: <laughs> Live Come via back satellite, from the void, Jared. Help! It's so voidish.
1: So, uh, we're over the hill.
0: We're we're over the hill. Now we just gotta tumble down the hill break our hips.
1: Oh God! And get a nice
0: hip replacement surgery.
1: Ooh, I bet that's expensive.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, anything medically is expensive. Fair. This is not the podcast where we talk about healthcare, though.
1: Or how much everything is expensive and sucks.
0: Or how capitalism is a f-ing show. F-ing show, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a podcast where we have conversations about anime, <laughs> video games, and manga. Whoop, 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 indeed. And, and today, we're going to talk about a video game that has been hotly requested from the Patreon. Really? Yes, really. Oh, Nito. So see, see, here that's a that's a nice uh, plug for the Patreon. Hey, if you want to come support us, you can you can do requests as well. Especially Thank when you, we're Patreon. like, hey. We don't know what
1: we're going to do well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Patreon people, for helping us out.
0: We're going to talk about Catherine.
1: <gasps> we are.
0: The weird game that the Persona team did between Persona 4 and Persona 5. and Well, I guess in between the all the Persona 4 spinoffs as well. I
1: think, I think what you mean to say is the great game.
0: The weird game that they put out. between
1: <laughs> Great game.
0: There's definitely parts of Catherine that I really enjoy and other parts that I'm just really bad at, so Ah. It can really mix with my I mean I I like this game, like no don't get me wrong, it's just like I'm very bad at parts of it, so.
1: It would definitely make my top fifteen games of all time.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a bold statement. Hot takes.
1: I love this game, and it was so different, and I think that's partially why I liked it.
0: Yeah. I can completely Man, get that. Man, it
1: was fantastic. Beautiful. Chef's kiss.
0: Mwah. So correct, Mwah. correct me if I'm wrong. All right. This game was basically... The Persona teams like test case to see if like their new engine would run on like the 360 and PS series, right? Correct. Okay. And then they never released a game using using that engine until like what five years after the fact, when when those consoles were like yep. were out of date. Yep. Uh, whoops. Whoops indeed.
1: They pulled a square.
0: Yeah. Did I tell you about how apparently twenty eighteen is gonna be a big year for Final Fantasy?
1: Do I even wanna know?
0: That's that's what the that's what the word is.
1: Oh my god.
0: Anyways. Let's talk about when this game came out. Let's do it. It came out in the year twenty eleven in Japan. Mm-hmm. Does have a, okay, never mind. Uh February seventeenth to be exact. It came out uh over here in America, July twenty sixth, twenty eleven, and then in PAL regions on February tenth, twenty twelve on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 eventually it it got ported to PlayStation Now in November 2016 so you could play it on your PS4 on a Vita hashtag Vita never die (laughs) actually I guess maybe not because I don't think PlayStation Now is even on Vita anymore hashtag Vita still never die and you can play (laughs) it on PC via PlayStation Now Uh, it's also backwards compatible on Xbox One as of December 2016 so if you have an Xbox One you own this game or you want to go buy this game, you can do that. Play it on an x Play it in all 4K quality on the Xbox One X. The most powerful video game console ever created. Insert Kanye Kanye West power right here. Oh my god. That's the song they were using in their advertisements for that thing. Which oh granted, god. sure, that makes sense. But anyways. So yeah, there's a there is a wide variety of ways you can play this video game.
1: And you should.
0: And you should. And, like we said, it was, it came from the Persona team. So it's basically the same, the same people you know who had been making games basically since Persona 3 were on this title. Like, uh, Katsura Hashino was director and producer, which this game might have been a a good, good case of, oh boy, maybe Hashino's not that good. (laughs) Uh, Kazuhisa Wada was a designer on it. He would eventually go later on become director for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax and Persona 4 Dancing All Night. And is also like an executive producer for the, the upcoming dancing games. Uh, was programmed by Yujiro Kosaka, who was a programmer on Persona 4, Persona 3, uh, Golden, and also did some work on Persona 2. And then also some familiar names. Uh, Shigenori Sojima was the artist. Did character design, all that, and then Shoji Meguro did the composing work and music.
1: Oh, which we're gonna talk about.
0: We're like, man, that music was bad.
1: No, we are not. (laughs) And I'm always the person who talks about music, and I'm gonna be that person today because holy crap, this soundtrack.
0: I think one of my favorite things, which I guess is piggybacking off of music, is that like when you're in the bar, Mm-hmm. And if you've done like a certain number of things, I think it's basically I think achievement unlocks that tied to this where it was like, oh, you can basically play music from like a bunch of other atlas games, correct, which I think was a real cool feature and like i don't I don't know if it would have worked in any other title, specifically because you know most of their other titles are from established franchises and not just like mm-hmm. new IPs like this, so like you're not gonna see a jukebox full of, like, Shimagami Tensei and older Persona games and, like, Persona 5, for instance. Because right. I don't think that would make sense. But for this, like, yeah, sure. Give me, like, a bunch of songs from, like, Nocturne, from the Digital Devil Saga, from all the other weird SMT offshoots that there are from Personas 3 and 4. Because they would make sense. Like, because, I mean, obviously this is a new IP and it hasn't been established into, like, anything else as of now. So, like, sure, here, give you some good fan service from, like, other Atlas games. I mean, if you're probably playing this, you probably are aware of those other
2: games.
1: (laughs) And um, it's also worth mentioning that um, Vincent was in Persona 3 Portable. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the man drinking alone in the bar.
0: Which is their, like, I feel like they they came out and said, like, they're not the same character at one point or something like that. But also that was supposed make to. Any sense. But was like, also supposed him. to be a tease for Catherine. I don't know. I feel it, like there was some inconsistencies like for it.
1: It looks just like him, and also he's explaining parts of the story of Catherine.
0: Right. Which I mean, that that so, that did come out before Catherine was released. So. Right. I just feel like I remember something that like they it was contradictory of like of whether those were the same character or not.
1: I don't even care if they say that it's not cuz it very clearly is. Like it you can't you can't have somebody who looks just like him and is explaining parts of the story and be like no, that's not him. What? What?
0: What indeed?
1: Ugh. Don't lie to me.
0: <laughs> I think another one of the weird things about this game that I very much enjoy is that, like, it seems like a few years after, like, this game came out, like, randomly there was a competitive scene for this game, which makes little, literally, like, zero sense. But, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, if you go to a fighting game, like a tournament convention, there's going to be, like, a backdoor somewhere, and there's going to be people playing competitive Catherine.
1: I had no idea that was a thing, and that is wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to become friends with competitive Catherine players.
0: I guess that, um because atlas sponsored evo for 2015 it allowed Uh them to do like as a side event competitive catherine they streamed it out
2: oh
1: my god i want to be friends with anybody who competitively plays catherine it's
0: such a weird thing like it's beautiful (laughs) because like there is that there is multiplayer in this game and like like online and i think local as well but like Mm. that was never a real big feature of the game i don't think (laughs) At least something like that they pushed heavily, like, oh, you, you want to play this game online? Sure, do that. And then for, like, to come out, like, a few years after the fact, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's a scene for this. It's just, it's oh so God. weird, but so cool That's as amazing. well.
1: Oh, my God. So, did you play this when it first came out, or did you play it later?
0: No. I played it a little bit after the fact. I think I played it after I'd kind of, like, after I'd become aware of Persona 4 mm-hmm. is when I played this, because... I don't remember if I'd played Persona 4 first or not. But I remember like looking this up and like finding out that this was a thing and being like, "Oh, cool. This is a this is a game from the same people who did Persona 4 and it's on the 360. I'll buy that." Sure. <laughs> not really knowing exactly kind of like what was in it or anything. Yeah. So yeah, like I I guess I kind of went into it like a little bit blind. Hmm. But I mean like I was yep. I was I was kind of like I was captivated by it and, and I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. So it was a positive experience.
1: I bought it day one. Right. And I, I bought the super special edition. It's called the Love is Over right. version. And I got the t-shirt and I got the boxers and I got the body pillowcase which I still don't know what to do with guys. I still have that in the box and I don't know what to do with it. Just cover yourself um, like in it. no but here's the thing like I already like can't get somebody to date me and I think that if they walked in and like oh this girl has a body pillow like <laughs> not gonna do very well uh, I also tried to give it away to some of my guy friends and they had the same issues like nobody's ever gonna date me if I have a Catherine body pillow so I have the pillowcase uh, and it came with an art book and a soundtrack and it came in a pizza box
0: which is very cool
1: It's so cool. I love that addition. And I still wear the t-shirt even though it goes to like my knees. It's a good sleep shirt. It is. It is a really good sleep shirt. Um, So I got that version. And I keep buying anything Catherine that they will put out. Like I have the Catherine coasters and I have a Catherine t-shirt that actually fits me. So pretty much like anything that is Catherine merchandise I will buy.
0: I love this game. Apparently so. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's a real problem.
0: So we should probably talk about the game, game. Yeah, why not? The actual game.
1: The game, game, game. It good.
0: <laughs> and that's it. We're done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: So I really, really enjoy the social aspects of this video game.
1: Oh, I do too.
0: And, it, like, it makes me really want, like, Atlas to just, like, make... Make a game that's just that. Yeah. Without, like, other, like, weird gameplay mechanics like, tacked on into it. Just, like, here's a social simulator. Have fun. Go at it. Like, I guess it would basically be, like, a visual novel, but without, like, the novel aspects to it. And just, like, you could actually... It'd be, like, a visual novel cross like, I don't know, like, a game like Gone Home or something like that, but... I feel like, especially with this engine and everything, like, it could work so well. Oh, I agree. Even though I doubt they would ever do that, but... And it, I guess, like, uh, one of the things that really interested me about this game was, like, it felt very grounded in reality. Which I know, granted, like, some of that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, the aspects of like, where you're just, like, you're going to a bar and hanging out with friends and just talking to people, like... I couldn't remember like a game that I'd played that was just like that was just like that. It was just like very chill and it's like, oh, you're just gonna hang out with people and
1: yeah. And every once in a while, you go to lunch at the little sushi, uh, what's it? conveyor belt place?
0: Yeah, it was like it was. It, I think I guess it, at that time, especially specifically, like it was like Mass Effect. If you just stripped out all of like the gameplay aspects of Mass Effect and just made it like, oh. Here's how you're just gonna hang out with people and build up your relationship with them. With them, also, maybe you're gonna be good or bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, um, I really, really appreciate that everybody's an adult.
0: Yes, that's also true.
1: Um, I felt really good about playing this game because everybody's an adult, even like the youngest one. I think is Toby, mm-hmm. maybe, but um. Even still, like, he's very solidly an adult.
0: Yeah, he's apparently 23.
1: 23? Okay, so actually Catherine with a C is the youngest. Th- um, I mean, does
0: she really have, like, an age?
1: Her stated age is 22. Okay. Um, But Vincent is 32. Right. So, I mean, that was a really cool thing to me, that we're actually playing as a protagonist who is an adult.
0: Right, I mean... He's in
1: adult situations. <laughs>
0: I think that's like it's a job. <laughs> it would essentially be the first time, at least that I can remember. I don't know if like any, any, any of the uh, any of the SMT games are like this, but I mean, you'd have to go back to Persona Two: Eternal Punishment before the last time you saw an Atlas game that had like a majority of the characters being adults and you playing as an adult.
1: Mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean. I love the persona games, but at the same time, like sometimes I feel a little squishy playing like high school stuff and trying mm-hmm. to like date the high schoolers. Um, but this one, I was like, okay, everybody's an adult, everybody's involved with this. Like, it felt fine, and I appreciated that because even outside of Atlas, many RPGs that you play, you're going to be playing as teenagers.
0: Right. I mean, that's just a that's just a factor. I think of Japanese media in general. Or at least, yeah. like, in terms of, like, those type that we consume. Like, if you look at anime, that's the 90% of animes you're going to find is, like, oh, it's based in high school or it's based around high school kids and all that jazz. So, like, the rare time you find, like, one that's, oh, here's some adults or even, like, college kids. Like, it's a yeah. breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah, it's nice because, I mean, like, I'm nearly 30. When I played this, it was 2011. I can't do math.
0: So, six years ago... Yeah, was
1: it six years ago?
0: That's yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. So I was 23.
0: I was 21. I was a baby.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you're. Um, are we gonna bring up that I'm old again? Is that how this is? No. All right. All right. So anyway, when I was playing this, I was like, you know what? This is good. I'm, I'm playing as as people who have like real life situations. And these are issues that people that I know have dealt with. Like one of Vincent's big issues is that he's really indecisive and he's not sure he's ready for commitment. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like that. That's a very real problem, right? So, you know, it's, it's less of, um, despite the fact that there is like supernatural elements to the game, obviously, one of the main conflicts of the game is something that's very human. Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: And just like going to a pizza bar.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would like to go to a bar and like my friends drink and I eat pizza. That'd be rad.
0: And just learn cool facts about alcohol.
1: Right, you drink and you learn little facts. Which the coasters have the facts on it, and I love it. Oh, that's really neat. So right? Yeah, you turn the coasters over, and it has all the facts on the different liquors that you consume consume in the game.
0: It just needs like the the narrator voice just telling you them.
1: Um, honestly, I'd be a little creeped out if my coasters talked to me, <laughs>
0: especially with no like provocation of you doing anything.
2: Yeah, you just yeah, flip it over, and it's like
0: a here's the voice coming out to talk to you. You're like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> Please stop talking um,
1: to me. Yeah, the bar's got, like, video games and pizza and all kinds of different alcohol and, like, a bathroom stall and the jukebox. It's a neat bar. It is.
0: You gotta go to go to the there. bathroom to look at dirty pictures.
1: Yeah. That's or just that's look pretty- them out in, in
0: public. I don't know. You do you. <laughs> Actually, I think the game will stop you if you try and do that.
1: I think so. <laughs> He's I like, remember, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I always just went to the bathroom to to look at the naughty pictures.
0: <laughs> Adult themes, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Adult themes, yes, yes. Um, sometimes you get naughty, naughty pictures, and depending on how you text, that's another thing. The texting mechanic is wonderful, but yes, depending on how you text with them, uh, you get different saucy pictures.
0: Which is one of the, think, the things that really bummed me out about Persona Five is that like they had another like texting mechanic in that game but it was nowhere near as like cool as this was.
1: No it felt like a massive downgrade from Catherine because I mean the cool thing about Catherine was you, you could like press the button and it'll throw in uh, a message and then you can delete and put in something else and delete and put in something else. You kind of build your own personalized message mm-hmm. and it differs between uh, who you're talking to and I like that. Yeah. It In Persona 5 it's just like alright I have it's three choices again. Yeah, and then It doesn't feel like a real conversation.
0: It's just like, here's, here, make some choices, some more that you just, that it's exactly how you talk in the game anyway. So it's not that, not that very, it's not that very interesting.
1: No, I mean, I spent a lot of time composing text messages and Catherine trying to make sure that I said the right things. Yeah. Which, depending on how I am in life, I sometimes do as well. Um, But other times, yeah. Send the dumbest messages in the world. Like Jared gets all kinds of dumb messages from They're me all the great. time. No, you're probably like, what no. the heck is she actually trying to no. say here? <laughs> but the texting mechanic was great, and I'm very sad that P5 didn't go with this.
0: Yeah, uh, we were we were looking up uh, voice actors for this game before mm-hmm. we started recording. Uh, we one, were. Of the, one of them we didn't look up was the narrator's voice.
1: Oh, it's um, uh, Aaron Fitzgerald. No. No?
0: The dude. Like the guy who tells oh, you, like, okay. the alcohol stuff and all that stuff.
1: Oh, I thought you meant, like, the, the Afro lady. No,
0: no, 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 no. Okay. Wrong narrator.
1: Sorry, there are too many narrators.
0: Uh, You know, the voice of Lubu.
1: <gasps>
0: the voice of Kato from Shadow Hearts.
1: Oh, my God!
0: Which is, okay, there's two Shadow Hearts connections to this two game. Two Shadow
1: Hearts connections, yeah. Wow. It's starting
0: to rival the Sonic connections.
1: No. No. <laughs> at least Shadow Hearts is good.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Go ahead. Continue.
0: And then also uh, New Bar Dad from Persona Five. Oh. And Dirk from uh, the good Ace Attorney game that came out recently.
1: Yeah, Dirk. That's awesome. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, Nito.
0: The more you know. Thanks for giving me. I the mean, bar also facts, his greatest, Dirk. his greatest, uh, his greatest role was was King's and Kingsglaive, Which I I've watched that movie and I don't even know what that role was.
1: Um. Don't ask me. No. It was bad.
0: <laughs> there's your there's your your thought about that. Anyways, Catherine.
1: Yeah. So. The voice cast is great. If you're going to talk about the voice cast, like it yeah. is a phenomenal voice cast, and it's a lot of returning Persona uh, actors,
0: right? So, like, if you if you're familiar with like any of the Persona games, like you know you're going to recognize a lot of the voices that are in this specifically, like, and especially and especially because you know it's from 2011, so a lot of those voices are prominent voices that were around, you know, video game voice acting and anime voice acting at the time. So, like. You got your Troy Bakers before he got real big. You got your Laura Bailey's before she got real big. Uh, Michelle Ruff's in there. Travis Willingham, Liam O'Brien, Yuri Lowenthal, Aaron Fitzgerald, JYB. It's a who's who of folks. Wow. Wow, indeed.
1: No, I mean, it's really insane <laughs> how great the cast of this is. Yeah. Who is JYB?
0: uh bu- 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 bu. I think he was a couple side characters like he wasn't anyone like prominent uh. so like he was i think uh, like maybe a few of the side quest characters you run into
1: okay wow um I think the voice cast really helps sell it and one of the things that I was looking at before we got on the podcast is that Apparently, in the um, localization, they were allowed to, like, ad-lib some lines and kind of have a little bit more freedom. Yeah. And it worked. I mean, obviously, voice acting is a big, big sell on, like, emotional scenes. And they all nailed it.
0: And especially because, you know, there's a core group of friends that you regularly are meeting up with. And you have to sell that, like, okay, these people are familiar with each other, and, you know, they have history with each other, they're friends with each other, and sometimes it can be hard to sell that, but I think with Mm -hmm. this, like, everyone has, like, familiarity with each other, and you can tell, like, okay, these people have been friends with each other for a long time, and the voice acting just really gives you a good portrayal of that. More so than like another, like other games, maybe where it's like, oh, sure, I guess these people are friends with each other.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: Yeah. And especially just so, because a lot of this game, you know, is conversations. Right. So you kind of have to have that, like, connections with the other characters or else this game would have just failed.
1: Yeah. Should we actually talk about the game?
0: No. Like,
1: what happened in the game?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Also worth mentioning it's split into two parts which the social element we've been talking mm-hmm. about and then the puzzle elements
0: which that's the part i'm very bad at
1: i love the puzzle part
0: because it's not necessarily like a puzzle game that you would be familiar with per no, se
1: not at all because it's
0: it's a block puzzle game but it's like you pulling out blocks and making paths up to like the top essentially yes and, like, you know, the first, the first couple times you threw it, it's like, oh, this is pretty simple. I can just create some stairs, yada, yada, yada. And, like, by the time you're at the <laughs> end, it's, like, it's rough. <laughs> Even on easier difficulties.
1: Um, I remember that one of my, my friends got, he was just appalled because I got all the endings of this game.
0: Are you sure and that friend wasn't me?
1: Are you also appalled? <laughs> no,
0: I'm not appalled. I'm just, I'm fascinated that you're able to do that.
1: Yeah. So, fun fact: if you get golds on some of the uh, the, the routes, like a gold score, you mm-hmm. can just skip it from then on. Yes,
0: that's that's true. That's a very very good thing. This game has. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, that's what I did. Is for the most part, I think there was one I didn't gold, but other than that, I just golded them all, and then could skip it. So that's how I got all the endings.
0: But you mentioned a good point, like how this game has endings plural. And oh, it
1: has what seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Seven,
0: eight. Eight. Eight endings. Which is which? If you you know if you're coming from like the Persona series or some like the uh, the SMT series, like the SMT series in particular, you know, is known for having multiple endings. But it's usually, like, a handful, not this many. Yeah. So, like, the idea that this game had, like, a variety of different endings, depending on, like, what your choices were and exactly how you let things play out, was really fascinating, I think. And it's really strange because I'm sure you've been on the internet for for, for any time. You've probably seen, like, the meme of, like, oh... Here's a game of choices and moral dilemmas and letting you choose be good or bad. Here I'm gonna pick the good options all the time. And like I always see that I'm like, that's nah, that's not me. I would never do that. Except for this game, which is the only one I do. <laughs> I'm like, I can't be the I can't be an asshole here.
1: No, see, what I did is the first time I ever played it, I played it answering as me. Right. And then after that I was like, alright. Now I can just go all willy nilly and answer <laughs> what I know they're trying to get me to answer to get these other endings.
0: Which I tried to do that for like my second time, but like I just I couldn't do it. I don't know oh, why. No, it,
1: it's worth it. It's so worth it for the other endings. Cause um I guess for clarification, there there are two girls that Vincent's torn between Catherine with a K and Catherine with a C. Hence the title of the game. Um, correct. And So most of the Endings are involving those two girls Mm -hmm.
0: There's three endings for each girl So it's like there's a bad ending There's a good ending and then there's a true ending And then
1: There are two that are Vincent endings Yeah. And Some of them are hilarious And some of them are Wonderful and I have one in particular that is my absolute Favorite ending and it's canon in my head (laughs) Um, but it, I mean, it's just phenomenal how different the endings are for one and that I was so into it that I wanted all of them. I wanted to see what could happen with these characters because I was like really attached to them.
0: There's apparently a ninth ending. What? On this Wikipedia page, it says there is a final a ninth ending. Where? Uh, the final ninth ending is unlocked when the player completes the Axis, Mundi, Babel challenges.
1: Oh, I haven't done that. I got the uh, the achievement for getting like all the story endings. so I don't know what the other one is.
0: Do you want me to tell you what this ending is?
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's not like it's not. I don't think it's story related. It's just kind of like it kind of adds on to like a tiny bit of it. It's just a character telling you who they really are. Oh. And I don't think hmm. it really it doesn't really like add to like what your story would be really. It gives okay. it tells who that character is and gives clarification on another character. Okay. So when we tell you? Sure. Alright, spoiler alert. Alright. If you don't want to know what the final and ninth ending is that we didn't know about until we we started this podcast. Alright. Yeah, no idea. So you do those challenges. If so, Trisha breaks the fourth wall by revealing that she is actually Ishtar, one of the goddesses overseeing the entire nightmare process, and that the true purpose of the nightmares was for her to test the player for fitness to replace Mutton, the last man who successfully climbed the tower as her consort due to his infidelity.
1: Well, who did he... Who did he boink?
0: That's a good question.
1: Huh. Yeah, infidelity is a big theme in this game.
0: Very much so.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ow. That really feels um, like an atlas. Hey, here's the, the, the super true ending type thing.
2: Yeah. Where it's like,
0: up oh, here's God again. <laughs> here's a God. Because why not?
1: <laughs> I'd have to like Play it on my 360, so I can look at my save files and see if I can unlock that. Because I don't think if I play it on my Xbox One, I'll have my save files, will I?
0: Oh, uh, you'd have to upload your save file to the cloud, and then you could transfer it transfer it to your Xbox One.
1: Ridiculous. I guess I'll have to do that.
0: I don't know if you need if you still need gold to have cloud saves though, because that was a that was a thing they used to have.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
0: <sighs> but I think those those challenges were just like puzzles you had to do right. Yeah. That was it. I yeah. Think so. I
1: just haven't done them.
0: Right. I would never do them because I would be bad at them and I would never complete them. <laughs> it's the true story. So, anyways, let's, let's, let's get back to talking about the, the actual story, I guess. Okay. Where you have to deal with a friend who wears a fedora.
1: Uh, <laughs> Orlando.
0: God, he's such a. D-
1: he's a dude bro but he's like uh, i don't know like misogyny friend zone dude bro
0: he wears a fedora so yeah
1: okay fair like he he's he's gross and i mean i guess it's a a good thing about this game is that there's a large variety of characters
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i think that it's pretty telling that they can make a character that I dislike so much even though he's supposed to be like one of my best friends as the protagonist right um
0: you have a wide variety of friends as the protagonist
1: you do because you have Orlando who's a and then you have Toby who's like the innocent
0: the young kid. newbie yeah. I guess
1: yeah he, he's he's the kiddo and um then you have Johnny who's brooding all the time <laughs> he
0: is so brooding. He's so brooding. Oh, he's going to sit here and smoke cigarettes.
1: <laughs> uh, also, he has a big crush on Vincent's girlfriend.
0: He does.
1: A big crush. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Which is Catherine um, with a K. Catherine with a K, yes. And then Catherine with a K, um, in and of herself, is like a really interesting character. And I realized when I was playing it, that she she's supposed to kind of be like a little bit stifling and controlling and that kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And at the same time, like I do a lot of the things that she does. I don't lie like she does, but I, I I'm pretty controlling <laughs> in general. So I was like, all right, all right, I get this. Um, <laughs> whoops. She lies though, and I don't I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Right. I feel like that's really really. Vincent and Catherine with a K. They have problems.
0: I mean, they have they've been together for what like 5 years. Yeah, so like it's almost to a point like by the time you you get to where the story is that like, oh, they're the, they're together for the sake of being together essentially.
2: Yeah.
1: And she really wants to get married. Mhm. And he's not, like I said, he's having issues with that. He He's indecisive, he's not really sure about the commitment. Right. Um I mean, I don't want to say that he doesn't really have a whole lot of ambition, but he has like one real life goal. He's
0: he he does he technically, I guess, doesn't really have a lot going for him.
1: Yeah, I mean he's got his job, which is okay, I guess. He never even really talks about his job.
0: He just goes to the bar every night and just has fun with his pals.
1: Which, I mean, like, going to the bar every night and getting trashed is kind of a good indicator of how he feels about life.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Yeah. So, um, that's a thing. He's just kind of, like, I don't want to say he's kind of there, because that's not right, but he's not happy.
0: He's just, he's hes coasting in life, I guess. He is, Which, I mean, yeah. that's not even, like, the best way to, to phrase that, but...
1: He's existing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that that works.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he he doesn't really like to be pressured into doing more than existing.
0: Mm. So basically, like you, I think the the marriage thing is like one of the is dropped very very early on. Like I think it's maybe like what the first thing you see in the game. I think it's
1: like the very first yeah. chapter of the game. Yeah.
0: And then after that, you go to like the bar, and you hang out with your pals, and you're like, "I'm sad. I want to get married." What do I do? And then uh, things happen.
1: Then you get C Catherine.
0: Catherine with a C.
1: They're weird ponytails.
0: Her weird ponytails and trying to snuggle up in on you.
1: She's cute. Yeah. She's really cute. She uh, being all, all got the hots for for Vincent, which okay. I'm going to clarify real quick.
0: Clarification alert.
1: Yeah. um, Vincent is incredibly attractive. Like incredibly <laughs> attractive. Uh, I hate that he smokes, but like, holy crap, I would boink him like in a heartbeat. He's so hot. He's got like the weird like fluffy hair and he's kind of like lanky. Oh, oh beautiful. So gorgeous. Ow,
0: calm down. This is a family show.
1: Uh, we're talking about <laughs> I'm just saying Vincent's beautiful. So if I were C. Catherine I'd be like yeah I'd hit that. I would. I get it.
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway she
1: hits on him real hard. Understandably.
0: And he's just like what? Yeah. This makes no well, sense. I mean, it's
1: been like five years since anybody's shown any kind of like real interest in him you know. Right. So I mean it, it makes sense.
0: And that sets off a chain of events, to say the least.
1: I'll say that's an understatement.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> is that the, the same night that you get the first like, nightmare sequence? Or...
1: So, the first night that you get the nightmare sequence is after she ends up going home with him. Mm-hmm. And so that the one night stand.
0: And then you get to do puzzles. Mm hmm. Dressed as a, sh- a sheep.
1: Well, not dressed as a sheep. He's, he's in his boxers and he has horns.
0: But everyone else is dressed as sheep.
1: And he carries a pillow. Yes. And you have to climb blocks to escape whatever... Well, first you have to climb all the blocks and then eventually there's like a boss.
0: Which the boss designs in this game are just... A thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, some of them are like, whoa. And there have been like a lot of theories on some of the bosses mm-hmm. and like what they indicate. But um, there's some there's some gnarly ones. Actually, one of the scariest ones is that there's this scene where Catherine stabs a cake with a fork mm-hmm. uh, when she's mad at Vincent. And then later on you get a boss and it's just like her hand, but it's terrifyingly big and like, evil looking and she like stabs with a fork and you can tell it's hers because of the fingernail polish but that one scared the living crap (laughs) out of me because I was like nope 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 I'm getting away from this now
0: And it's like Um, some of like the the ones that you get are just like so grotesque in design it's just
1: like the butt one (laughs) there's a butt one which is the one I'm talking about the theory on
0: the butt theory.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, there's there's a there's a theory that the butt one is because him and C Catherine did butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah. Um. Yep. Uh, there's also a baby at one point, but the baby is awful. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. my gosh! Like the bosses in this are really messed up.
0: Which I think works because especially because hey, you need to get away from them. Yeah. But also just like everything in the like the puzzle sections are just insane.
1: Yeah, so I mean the plot with the the like nightmares is that everybody's sheep except for Vincent for some reason. And you have to climb the blocks and get to the top of whatever tower you're in at that point.
0: Right. Which or I else- think cause, I think as well that like everyone's a sheep to everyone else.
1: Oh, right, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Everybody else is sheep to everybody else.
0: So, if, like, if you were in there, you would be normal, but everyone else would be a sheep mm-hmm. and vice versa for everything else.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, you get to chat with a lot of them.
0: Yeah, I think, like, there is one point where, he, where like, where he's like, oh, you guys, you guys are, why do you guys look like sheep? And he's like, Wait, no, we don't look like sheep, you look like a sheep. You look like a sheep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're right, you're right. Um... Because this is one of those things where, like, you die here, you die in real life, correct? You die in
0: the game, you die in real life.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, um, you are correct.
1: All right. So everybody's trying to climb to, to not die.
0: And especially because you've been seeing on the news, like, these mysterious deaths that have been happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which and um, a part in this.
1: Well, yeah, as you climb, you also get to make moral choices. Yes.
0: So basically, once you get up to the top, you're you're met like kind of like a little. It's
1: a confession booth. Yeah,
0: it's it's a kind of confession booth, but it's also like just like a resting spot. It's kind of like looks like a church essentially, where like mm-hmm. everyone else kind of hangs out in between in between climbing. But yeah, you go yep. into the confessional booth, and then it's like, okay, here's a question. You're going to pull one of the two cords, and that's going to be your answer. Which also one of the cool things this game did. Was implement you know statistics from everyone else playing the game. So what like
1: everybody else yeah. said,
0: they'd be like you'd make a choice and it'd be like okay here's what everyone else has picked.
1: I loved that. I thought it was so cool mm-hmm. that they gave like everybody else's choices on that. It it, it was fascinating. I love stats for whatever <laughs> reason. Like I, I don't actually like doing statistics, but I like looking at them.
0: It's why it's always cool in, like, the the, the modern adventure games, kind of like, you know, the Telltale games and, like, Life is Strange and stuff like that, where they have, like, all right, here's all the statistics for, like, the different choices you made in this episode mm-hmm. compared to your friends and compared to everyone else, essentially.
1: Oh, I love that. Um, one of the only, like, really good things about the most recent Grand Theft Auto was at the end of the game, they gave you, like, a psyche eval based on everything you did. And that was just fascinating to me.
0: I don't even remember that.
1: It was so cool. But Make- I, I just love that kind of thing where it's like, all right, well, you picked this, so this is how you would, like, stand against everybody else, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess essentially, like, you know, the game kind of progresses, and then it ba- it basically, from, like, the first night on, just changes however you you are making decisions. Mm-hmm. But I think kind of, like, a central theme is that, like, vincent starts kind of like losing his psyche because all the nightmares are happening and he and like you can kind of tell like it's happening to other people as well because you will run into them in the nightmare sections and you can Mm -hmm. kind of tell like oh well this is probably this person and maybe it's this person because like you'll they'll come into the bar and you'll be able to talk to them and try and help them out with their problems or completely fail whichever
1: Yeah. And I mean, sometimes there'll be like visual cues. Like there's one sheep who wears a fedora. I wonder who he Mm -hmm. could possibly be. Um, But you can talk to them and you're like, oh, I recognize this story. I know who you could be. And I think that's cool that he's not the only one in this nightmare. Mm hmm. Um, but you also can see that it's bothering Vincent because as the game progresses, like he gets dark circles under his eyes and things because he's just so bothered by it. I mean, fair enough. Like there's a good reason to be bothered by it. (laughs) So, um, between all of the puzzle shenanigans, he's also having to deal with balancing K Catherine and C Catherine. Yep. Kay Catherine is very very determined that they're going to get married and um, there's a part where she tells him that she is pregnant. Yep. Which is why you get the evil baby boss.
0: <laughs> evil baby boss.
1: <laughs> um, and he keeps saying that like, C Catherine is going to be like a one night stand and then he keeps waking up with her in his bed so whoops. But he doesn't remember being with her, right? Which is significant to the story, but also terrifying for him because he's like, "How much should I drink?"
0: Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, which is one mechanic that I think is fascinating is that you actually do better in the nightmares the more drunk <laughs> <Yeah>. Vincent
0: is. <laughs> which I don't because you
1: think it would be the opposite.
0: Right. I don't. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs>
1: I just thought it was fascinating. Like that's that's one of the things so I was like, all right Vincent, let's get you trashed. And like the screen gets a little wobbly when it gets drunk. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's so great.
0: And you get all them facts.
1: You get all them facts. I learned so much about alcohol because I know <laughs> nothing about
0: it. It's true. I'm the same way.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um actually one of the hints. There's a big twist with one of the characters and um, I guess who she is. And she ends up being one of the, the sheep. And so that that's a big hint as to who she actually is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or who she was. We'll put it that way. right? Um, which that character could have been handled a lot better a lot better.
0: Right. They had a
1: they had a fantastic opportunity with her and they just squandered it.
0: I always see like at times like people be like, "Oh, you know, Erica was a good example of, you know, transgender representation in video games." So I'm just like But was she? No, that's not. Mm-hmm, no. Mm, no. No.
1: No. Like she was for a while. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. For like the most part of the game and then At one point it's like and then the game just oh nope. it. Yeah let's become transphobic Immediately okay because good.
0: essentially You know there's a side story within Within the narrative of like oh you know Her and Toby are have Been kind of like meeting and going out and all That sort of stuff
1: and Toby's Really trying hard to lose his virginity right That's part of the plot yes
0: And I think it's one of the Is it one of the endings or just like is it Just in the general ending Where this happens
1: um, I think it's the true ending with K.
0: Okay, because I I know I have seen it, so that tells you. Pretty
1: anything, sure it's the the true yeah. ending of K.
0: Which is basically you know, after all the crazy stuff happens, which we still have some crazy stuff to talk about, like uh, Catherine and Vincent get married, and then like at their 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 marriage thing, their wedding ceremony. Yeah, the ceremony, yes. that thing. <laughs> Like, everyone, like, all the all of Vincent's friends reveal that Erica was not always Erica. And then, like, Toby just freaks out and is like, oh, give me my V-card back! And it's like, fuck.
1: It's so unfortunate because, I mean, they really had a good opportunity there and they just blew it. It's like, it would have been really, really cool if Toby's like, oh, okay, fine. And then, like, they were dating, they were happy. Like yeah. why does this be why any does it different? Matter? Like, Right. It doesn't matter. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. And they had such a good opportunity because otherwise up to that point Erica was written extremely well.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, and the reason that she's in there as a sheep is because she feels bad that they can't have kids. Right. Which they can. It's
0: a thing called adoption.
1: It is. Or, you know, like surrogates they exist true yeah
0: it's just like oh I mean, it, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but like it just it, it really feels like oh let's just we're gonna establish this character and then oh it's just a joke now because that's all we think yeah it
1: is. and that's kind of an atlas yeah trend.
0: G- granted who, looking at who directed this game it is not yeah. a surprise in the slightest
1: yeah i mean it, it seems like they don't seem to just Anybody who's gay, transgender, whatever, they they think of them as a joke, a, a punchline. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really not what it should be. And like I said, up until this point, Erica was great. Even if she does look like Ronald McDonald, she's wonderful. Because <laughs> um, she's a well-rounded, interesting character. Mm-hmm. And her relationship with Toby is fascinating.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But then they're like, we're going to make a joke because we're 12-year-old boys. <laughs>
0: It's it's just incredibly disappointing.
1: It is. It's so upsetting. Um so that's my rant on on Erica and why it yeah. makes me sad. Yeah. Um I already mentioned that um Johnny's there because he wants to date K Catherine.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think but I don't think Toby shows up. Doesn't I don't he? think
1: Toby No, Toby's not there. Okay. It's it's Erica and it's um it's Johnny, Johnny
0: and Orlando. Orlando's
1: there. Um, I think there are some other guys from the bars too or yeah. from the bar as well but um, as from your group of friends those that's are the ones there. yeah
0: which like you know we talked about how like this is the game about like infidelity and everything and we've kind of explained you know why that is boy mm-hmm. this game goes off the rails by the time it gets it, it ends because <laughs> yeah, it goes it some weird places that you're not expecting yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, like technically, I guess it. It's
0: a, I guess it would if you've played an Atlas game before, but still.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's funny because like the entire game is mostly about like interpersonal relationships, and then the puzzles and all that, and then it's like, let's go into this crazy land now. You ready? Which again, like it's it's an Atlas thing to do, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I think during the fight scene is like where where I'm like oh okay wow things are happening (laughs) yeah um because Vincent is trying to break up with C right and then K appears and they get into a fight and C is stabbed to death right which holy crap it's intense. It is. And then, like, you have to climb with Kay at that point, which was also horrifying, because it was like, no, 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 I, I can't babysit somebody else. I have to do this.
0: Escort mission puzzle.
1: Ah! So, um, that was a thing. She, she killed Catherine but didn't kill Catherine because it wasn't actually real.
0: And then you find like the bartender that you've like been jovial with the entire time. Oh he's just like this demon thing who's been orchestrating the entire thing.
1: And they should have guessed because his name is Mutton. Which is another word for sheep.
0: Well, they I don't think they, they, they don't. Re, when do they reveal that? Because, like, everyone oh, just calls maybe him they boss.
1: Do you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, also, worth mentioning that um, at this point in the game, Catherine breaks off the, the relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, there's something else. Oh, um, Vincent starts talking to Orlando about C. Yes. And then he realizes that nobody ever saw her. And then his messages start disappearing. Because
0: anytime she sees you in the bar, everyone else is left, and you're the only one there.
1: Yep. 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 (laughs) So, uh, the plot thickens.
0: It just goes off the rails real quick.
1: (laughs) It, It really, really does. Um. So it turns out that this whole like setup was basically to get rid of any dude who was going to like engage in infidelity or any guy wasn't interested in like marriage, family, whatever. Like that was the whole reason for the people dying on the blocks Mm -hmm. was to phase out bad men, I guess. Whoops.
0: And then you stop that.
1: Yeah, Vincent's like, no, man, not cool. We're putting an end to this now. i got to save is, like, all
0: these bad men.
1: Time... That's the thing. Like, Vincent finally is like, Yo, yeah, I have a purpose. I can do this.
0: <laughs> finally, I can climb blocks.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, um.
0: Which leads to, like, yeah. a just, like, crazy boss fight where you face, like, the boss and he's just ginormous. And I think he's, like, at one point in like this floating cage, the shooting things at you—it's just—it's <laughs> so bonkers.
1: <laughs> but he's trying to free everybody. Um. So yeah, he was um, with all the questions throughout the thing, you have like, was it chaos or order? I can't remember what the two um,
0: choices let's see were. See if I can find the thingy that shows that. Freedom and order.
1: Freedom and order. Um, so, freedom and order are that little slider thing. Basically, determines your ending. Yeah. Um. Because he he has to choose which one he wants through all the the answers you give. Right. So, um, yay for Vincent and figuring out what he wants with his life. But then you end up getting all the different endings depending on what you picked which you said you got the true Catherine K ending that's the
0: only one I've ever gotten I mean I've, I've watched the other ones but like with me playing that's the only one I've ever gotten
1: okay I've gotten all but that ninth one that I didn't know existed
0: yeah. do you want me to uh, run through all these endings
1: absolutely right. and I'm gonna tell you which one's my favorite
0: <laughs> I mean I know which one's your favorite so Catherine bad well, Kath- they don't they don't that's true Catherine Lee's Vincent duty was cheating with Catherine self-explanatory Catherine yes. Good, the boss and Vincent's other friends are able to prove to Catherine that Catherine isn't real. Catherine with the K, that Catherine with the C is not real. Should probably clarify mm-hmm. these. And thus Vincent is not cheated. Vincent and Catherine with the K get back together and resume planning their wedding. Catherine True, same as the corresponding Good ending, except Catherine with the K and Vincent actually do marry. Catherine Bad with the C, Vincent Vince provo- blah, blah, blah. Vincent Vincent proposes marriage to the succubus Catherine, but she turns him down. All
1: oh, right, she's a succubus. Yes, that's Worth also mentioning. true. <laughs> she's a succubus she was a succubus the whole time she morphs herself into basically what the guy she's trying to seduce finds the most attractive mm-hmm. and becomes that and then seduces them so that they will go into the nightmare
0: like there was a there was a picture I saw of like the one of the novels they, they did and, and it showed her but like she had darker hair this time and shorter hair Which what is, yeah They did novels for this game. What? Yeah, there's two of them. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Catherine of the Sea, good. Vincent proposes marriage to the succubus Catherine, and she considers it. Her father Nurgle appears and objects, but Vincent insists, and Catherine of the Sea agrees. Catherine transports Vincent into the underworld where the two live together. Catherine True, same as his corresponding good ending, but Vincent is later able to seduce an entire harem of succubi and overthrow Nurgle, becoming the king of the underworld with Catherine as his queen. That ending, wow.
1: It's crazy. There's like a bunch of ladies all over him. Yeah, and he's in his underwear. Something. Yeah.
0: And then there are the two other ones. The freedom endings. Freedom good. Vincent turns down both women saying neither is truly what he desires and has his life ahead of him to find what he wants. Boss is shocked at this turn of events and apologizes for pulling Vincent into the nightmare world. Vincent borrows some money from, from the boss to place a bet on a wrestling match but loses. And then Freedom True, same as the corresponding good ending, but Vincent wins this bet and uses the money to engage in space tourism, his true childhood dream. Vincent contently asks, why live a life without doing what you want? That's just a recipe for a life of misery. That's the endings.
1: Yep. Um. Vincent's true ending is the only one I will accept.
0: It's true. That is the one you are like, no, this is the true ending.
1: No, that's this absolutely. This is canon. The, it, it, to me, it's canon because neither of those girls is. He's not right for them. They're he's he's not right for them. They're not right for him.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. With K, there's going to be so many issues and so much resentment and so many trust issues. It's not going to work. With C, she's a literal succubus,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't really feel like they know each other beyond like I don't know carnally Um, which they don't even know at that point because they never actually slept together it was all an illusion but Vincent needed to be with Vincent yes he needed to figure out what he wanted out of life he needed to figure out who he was that's the only ending I will accept as canon is Vincent's true ending where he gets to do space tourism because While it seems a little childish That he's going to go do his childhood dream Like why is that necessarily a bad thing That he's pursuing something That he's always been interested in As opposed to just working His just job that he doesn't like And coasting through life with people That he doesn't really function well with Mm -hmm. It it makes no sense And so like This one absolutely is my favorite ending When I got it I was like that's it That's the ending 100% (laughs) Because, I mean, one thing that I, I like about this game, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, is that it does feel very real. Mm-hmm. And these characters feel very, very real. So there's not really a necessarily like, oh, this one person is all bad. This person's all good. Except for Orlando, he's all bad. Yeah, true. Um, so, like, Vincent has bad sides to him. And I know, like, you, you definitely are supposed to like him because he's your protagonist. But at the same time, you realize, like, oh, yeah, you can kind of be a head, And you do have some immaturity issues.
0: Don't always have to relate to your protagonist.
1: But at the same time, like, that's human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a protagonist who's perfect at everything, which a lot of Persona and Atlas games do, mm-hmm. then you can't really relate to them as much. And it doesn't feel as real. Right. And so, like, Catherine with a K, she's very, very controlling. She kind of is like a type A personality, I think is what they call it. Um, She likes order. She likes things her way. While that's not necessarily an awful thing, it's not a great thing either, especially when you're trying to control somebody else's life. Um I don't know. I just don't think he should end up with either of the girls.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's just bad for everybody involved. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe Johnny and Kay will work better together.
0: I mean, I saw something on the wiki where it was like talking about how, you know, the game's like, oh, neither of them are bad or neither of them are good. It's like, here's these two shades of gray going up against each other. That
1: makes sense. I mean,. I know that there have been, like, big debates when this game first came out of which one's the better girl.
2: Because, of but course.
1: Because always you're going to have dumb waifu war nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that either of them is necessarily better or worse. Right. Like, they just feel like real people and he has a decision to make. And he's goofed a lot. And, I mean, that's the whole part of the game is that he's learning from mistakes and he's learning who he is. So, I mean, to me, it makes sense that he would choose to do something that he likes more than choose to, like, end up with somebody that he's not necessarily going to be happy with. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on it. A thousand percent, I will not accept any other ending as canon. (laughs) And, you know, maybe in this true ending, maybe in the space tourism life that Vincent gets, maybe somehow Toby and Erica work it out.
0: Let's hope. and
1: And are happy and nobody is a jerk about her being trans. It's true. Um, so we're gonna just assume assume that's the case and be happy and. Canon. Yep. Canon.
0: So I mentioned these just a little bit ago, but there were two novels they they had written for this game. One of them is just called Catherine the Novel, which is basically a retelling of the plot, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. There are some new scenes. There's a. It has its own ending, uh, and also mm-hmm. you get like perspectives from vincent but also other characters as well
1: is it translated
0: yes (gasps) so you you get to see like how catherine with the c would would appear to orlando or johnny
1: is she just catherine with a k to johnny
0: (laughs) yes pretty much almost
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i need to read this immediately
0: i'll send you some links after this uh, then there's also a second book that they put out called Catherine the Mysterious Tale of Rapunzel which is a prequel.
1: Ah, and the Rapunzel is the arcade game that you can play. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting.
0: But basically I think it's, that- it's, it's another tale of Catherine getting her hooks into someone else.
1: Is it translated? Yes. <sighs> you are making my day.
0: <laughs> Get ready to read 500 pages of translated stuff.
1: Don't even care I will read it all in one night. You would. Mm -hmm. I would. I love this game. Oh Oh, oh, can I talk about the soundtrack now? Yes (gasps) This soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks of any video game ever
0: It's a bold statement.
1: (laughs) It is But it's insane because it's so simplistic but at the same time like holy crap Why would I not ever think about that It's genius I listen to the soundtrack At least once a week still <laughs> I am not even joking
0: I'm not surprised
1: No cause what they did is um, He took a bunch of like Classical music And then remixed it
2: mm-hmm.
1: In a way that's like a Sometimes it's kind of like rockish, sometimes it's more like jazzish, but like it's always remixed in a way that's really, really different. Um Like I love Chopin. I love Frederick Chopin. Like he is such a good composer and then you have two songs in here by him, and it's fantastic. You have Beethoven. What? It's so good and it's so interesting that like that's the route that you would take for this right yeah because you wouldn't think okay we have this like game about infidelity and adulthood and puzzles you know what we're gonna do for climbing Let's just throw some remix Beethoven in there
0: throw the classical music in there that's, that's the, the music that'll get him motivated to climb
1: I mean it sounds so nonsensical but then when you play it you're like this is really motivating
2: mm-hmm.
1: this sounds great and there are a couple songs that weren't on the soundtrack that I got and I'm really bummed that I missed out on them but everything is just super good like the bar theme fantastic
2: mm-hmm.
1: music sets atmospheres we've mentioned that before that's this true. one does very, very well. Very well. Um, but it also kind of like adds a little bit to the bizarrety of this game. Is that a word? Bizarreity? It is Bizarre now. nature? Um, because it's like so off the wall. That you're like, all right, well, fine. I'm listening to this classical song with like rocking guitar solos now. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love this soundtrack
0: it's the only way i play my classical music just ripping guitar solos throughout it
1: uh, yeah i mean it's like if you put some like dynasty warriors crap <laughs> over like some classical music i'm into it let's do this <laughs> I, I i mean i don't even know how to describe some of it but it's just perfection
0: there you go that's that's the description
1: He's one of the most creative composers out there right now, in my opinion.
0: Especially and because, like, he has a sound to him. He does. But each game he's done sounds different than the last.
1: hmm Like, you can tell that he always takes inspiration from some type of genre. This one's obviously classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Persona 5, he said it was acid jazz. Yeah. Um persona three is more like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Persona four is more like pop. Yes. So like he always takes some kind of inspiration and then just puts his own spin on it. And I'm like, okay, fine. This is beautiful. Good job. Um, which speaking of, I've I've come around more on Persona 5's soundtrack than I have Persona 5 in general. It's a good
0: soundtrack.
1: <laughs> it is a good soundtrack.
0: I remember you I'm being like, that- this soundtrack's bad. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: It didn't have as many memorable songs at the moment, but then, like, I've listened to some of the soundtrack. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This my opinion of the soundtrack is rising. The opinion of the game is lowering quite a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um,
1: <laughs> but I, this soundtrack, Jesus Christ, I love it. I love it so much. It's good driving music too. I don't my know bet. if anybody uh, ever decides to put in the Catherine soundtrack to drive, but it is fantastic. <laughs>
0: So, we mentioned at the top of this how like, this is the only game that they have put out for this, I guess, technically this series. Mm -hmm. It was basically a one-off and has remained that way for now.
1: Unfortunately. But! But?
0: Earlier this year, like a few months ago, Mm -hmm. Atlas Japan did a a stream talking about uh, the new game they're doing from their new uh, development team, Studio Zero. And the motif they surrounded it with was of Trisha, the host of basically of Catherine. Mm. And basically at the end she talks about how like, oh maybe, maybe I'll have like another job here soon or something like that.
1: I just got chills. Literally like I have chill bumps. I need another Catherine style game. I don't necessarily need Vincent and the crew back. I just need another game like this
0: which granted like Alice has not said anything after this about this so it could have just yeah. been a thing that they put in there and they're not going to do anything with but it seems suspected like they would include that motif to surround the stream with and then not do anything with it yeah so hopefully you know it's good news um maybe it. it I would hope that it was it'd be headed up by someone else other than Hashino.
1: Yeah, I mean, Atlas has a habit of dropping teasers and then, like, forgetting about it for several years and then, like, oh, by the way, we're working on this.
0: Right. <laughs> so maybe that'll be a thing, maybe not, but it'd be cool if there was another one of these games, I think.
1: Oh, I'd buy it immediately. I'd, like I said, I bought the special edition of this. I'd buy a, another one. I would buy any merch. You would. I love Catherine. You would. <laughs> it's a problem.
0: But oh, yeah. Catherine's a good game. You should pick it up if you are able to. Like we said, it is available, you know, it's, it's a 360 PS3 game, but there are ways to play it on PS4 and Xbox One. Correct. So if you're able to do so, you should definitely check it out because especially if you've played other Atlas games before, it's it's not what you'd expect from an Atlas game. No. But also kind of what you would expect from an Atlas game.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It's its own thing.
1: It has a very Atlas feel to it. Especially like when things go bonkers.
0: But it's not a JRPG, so that's it's, that's like the key thing of like, oh huh.
1: And it does the social stuff better in some places. Yeah.
0: It's like when they made Machin X for the Dreamcast, except this is a good game and Machin X was a not a great game.
1: <laughs>
0: Atlas should Correct. not make first person action games. So let's just let's yep. say that.
1: No, get, get dunked on.
0: Do you have anything else you want to say about Catherine before we wrap?
1: Um, I love it, and that's it. All right. Vincent's beautiful.
0: All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Please make your choice now of, of which ending you want to get from this th- podcast. <laughs> you have, you're going to get either one of seven endings
1: eight, nine. Nine. Dang it!
0: If you complete all the challenges hidden in this podcast, you will unlock the hidden true ending. Oh my god. Uh, For more from us, go to com or sac.cool for past episodes of this very podcast, all 50 of them. You can also find Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal, which the last episode that will have gone up by the time this goes up will be the penultimate Season 1 episode. So that means next week is the Season 1 finale for that. Very cool. And you can also find other podcasts on there as well, and columns and reviews. For more from Anladium, go to anladium.com for columns and reviews and fun stuff from her as well. Go to Twitter, twitter.com slash animecheckup, where we tweet. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A, where you can support this very cool podcast. And like we said at the very outset of this podcast, hey, if you support us, you can also send you in request requests. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And also you can listen to this this podcast completely unedited. That's a oh boy. cool thing <laughs> you get. All of the curses, all of the stuff that I don't cut out. Or that I cut out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, you you get to hear all kinds of really awkward stuff coming out
2: <laughs> of us.
0: Uh next week will be something again.
1: Yeah, we're still in that weird like dead dip dead dip that's not a word
0: <laughs> we'll finally have we'll we'll have entered the final month of the year by that point actually we'll have entered the final <laughs> month of the year by the time this goes up
1: oh that's gross
0: so yeah we will have we I mean we, like we said last week we have two episodes that are back ending the end of the month we'll have a xenoblade chronicles 2 episode at some point so for the most part december is kind of stacked in terms of like our schedule but We still have to fill in some gaps here and there, so. Yep. We'll figure that out when Uh, we need to.
1: We have some good stuff coming up, my dudes. We do. We do.
0: We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. All right. Well, look forward to whatever we decide to do next week, and until then, don't fall asleep and wake up having to climb a bunch of blocks, because that would be real bad.
1: Yeah. Or as a sheep.